B-Pod Studios. Sci-fi. Anime. Video games. Comic books. If you've been made fun of for it, we're probably going to talk about it. This is Nerd Radio. Excellent. Well, let's get this show on the road. Let's, before let's something go dumb, else Yeah, exactly. Happens. Before anything else breaks. let's. Uh... Jesus. Welcome, everybody, to this week's Nerd Radio, uh, wherever you get your podcast as part of the B-Pod Studios Network and online yes. at nerdradio101.com. It's .com, right? It is. We're not at .org. No. Okay. Or .net. No, and I wasn't going to pay extra to spread it around. We didn't qualify for the organization. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Oh, they like, don't care. As long as you spend yeah. money, you They're qualify. Like three dudes farting into a tin can doesn't qualify as an organization. That would have been another great episode, uh, great podcast title, Three Dudes Farting Into a Tin Can. Well, we can always start it. Yep. <laughs> always change the name if you want to make that lateral move. It would be fun, too, because... I like you- how it's a lateral move. Yeah. <laughs> Not an improvement. I wouldn't say it's getting worse than what we are. It's no, about no. the same. It's about the same. Yeah. It would be fun, too, because it sets the bar so low that you could do absolutely anything on that podcast, because... Of the title, you know, like if you downloaded it and the first, you know, listen to five minutes of people farting into a tin can, you'd be like, well, what did I really expect? Yeah. And you're like, wow, for tin can farts, those guys are pretty wow. damn good. Right. I love that. The lateral move to tin can farts. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> that's what you got to do. Beautiful. That's how you get a winning podcast. Yep. My name is Chuck B and I am joined by my co-hosts, Al Beck and James mm. for another week of nerd radio whenever you go mm, mm. like I'm, I'm sitting here and i can see you so i know that you're involved when i'm producing the show back that to me is like an audio cue of like al does not care <laughs> mm. <laughs> he just mm. <laughs> mm. took you 12 years to figure that out huh? you just need to move on to whatever you want to do next because he just <laughs> mm. it's like the response you get from the uncaring dad when you tell him what your hopes and dreams are in high school you're like i'm gonna be a big deal dad i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do all these great things mm. Mm. and that's what you get yeah exactly the mm that you find yeah. out like 10 yeah. years later you discover it's like oh when he said mm, he meant you'll see yeah, yeah. <laughs> my life was crushed. <laughs> right, yeah. you'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, speaking of crushing life, so we were talking <laughs> before the uh, before the show that I've been having a hell of a week. James, you said that you had a, a free mop. Yeah, which is <laughs> a free mop from which the garbage is, man. Yeah, which is I mean I get kind of a bonus. Kind, I guess kind of if I needed a mop that smelled like dill, uh, you know, it'd be right. a, a great bonus. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm assuming a mop fell out of the back of a garbage truck when they went by my house to pick up trash this week. and You got a pickle mop. It smells like dill. <laughs> yeah. and, but it's, it sucks because a mop, like, it's so tall, I can't really fit it in the garbage can and keep the lid yeah. on. Yeah. You know? Right. And I have, we have rodents and things, raccoons and possums and stuff that, are, about that the, get in the trash. The they may love, a, may yeah. love a dill mop. We're, like, in, like, the, uh, the rural parts of Southfield, which... They're few and far between, right? right? It's like we're living out out in, the, out in the boonies. So I got this garbage truck donated nasty dill mop. <laughs> some neighborhood pickler that just left it behind. I would I would put it in in the yard, like you know, like people have those tiki torches. <laughs> I would see if I can lay it on it fire. No, I no. would just lay it in, and then like it would make the yard smell like dill. Ooh, I don't know if. The- it's like the dill aroma I think you guys are imagining is like a pleasant It's like dill. a pleasant pickle smell. This is like dill like... that's been sitting in the trash. Yeah, no, I was going to. Been s- carted around in a in like a truck that has an oh. hydraulic smasher. And it smashes 
poop and trash and rotting things. Well, then, yeah, yeah set that bitch on couches. Fire. Yeah. No, know? I I was never uh, imagining anything. Uh, this isn't like something you would no. see uh, Harry Potter riding around on. No, you know? no, no. no. <laughs> I mean, the, the most white trash meth addicted Harry Potter who thinks he's what? a wizard might ride around you, on it. You, yeah, I love it. Meth Quidditch. Yeah. You guys, are, you guys have seen the uh, the Weird Al Yankovic movie UHF, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been so long, long time yeah, ago. But so you might not get the reference. Yeah. The guy who used to make, be Kramer on Seinfeld yep. is, is the janitor. Yeah. I'm picturing. Oh, yeah. I want him in a Harry Potter riding <laughs> his mop. Go. We got the movie. Yeah, we got the idea. We got the talent. All <laughs> we got to do is write it and get somebody to fund the money for it. That would be fantastic. It's a Nerd Radio original. Well, it's been a uh, it's it's been a adventure getting to this point in my week. As far as Nerd Radio is concerned, I was telling Al before you got up here, James, last week, for some reason, as we're on Twitch right now, and you guys can see us live, and we record this, and then it lives on Checkpoint's Twitch stream, uh, but we also record to a memory card, which I then use to produce the podcast and put it up. For some reason, the memory card did not pick up this microphone last week. Really? Picked up both of your microphones fine. I could hear myself through your microphones. Nothing out of this microphone. That makes me very scared for whatever. <laughs> yeah, we isn't do. that your microphone yes. for Checkpoint? Yeah, yeah, that's what right. I said when we record. I sent him an email as soon as I felt like on Thursday. I was like, "Look, I don't know what y'all have been doing during the week, but mm-hmm. this microphone wasn't coming through the memory card. I tested it before uh, before we started today. It's working fine. It's coming through the memory card. We'll see." So producing the podcast last week was an adventure. You had to download the whole... Oh, you probably don't have access to download the whole uh, episode. I had to finagle some stuff to basically pull the audio off of Twitch. Okay. But, you know, there was an episode last week, so obviously it worked yeah. out. So you probably had to download the whole episode and then put that video file into some sort of an, uh, like a video com- to MP3 creator. Right. Yeah. So it just rips the audio out. And yeah. then you had to take that MP3 and drop it into your editing software. Like I said, it, it was a, wow. it was an adventure, but you guys I'm tired got just talking about it. You got an episode called "Beatings Are Down" on Friday, so <laughs> now with thirty three percent less hosts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then, uh, as anybody following me on social media uh, and my personal page knows, I have not had air conditioning since Sunday. Oh, that's right. I'm, uh, I've, I've seen that. That's Ooh. rough, man. We're having a rough go with that. Thankfully, the HVAC guy came out uh, this morning and uh, cleaned out the coils, and that's all it was. So as, I, as we speak now, my apartment should be a balmy 65 degrees Ooh. because uh, I will never, I've never been so happy to be cold. You're just cooking in your own juices. It's been uh, there's a lot of cold showers. I bet. I've been taking a lot of cold showers too. That's because of poison ivy, though. Yeah, so they get yeah, old after a while. It's, yeah, it's not from. It's not because of something fun, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, man, I got to get less horny. Yeah, but it's it's just a matter of. I've no. never said that in my life. <laughs> you know, I have a There's way better room. I have a way better way to get less horny than a cold shower. <laughs> <laughs> Take care it's of it. W- way better. That's right. But yeah, it's uh, it's get it done. It's amazing how refreshing a cold shower or even a cool shower can be under the right circumstances. That's true. Well, my cold showers are not refreshing at all. How is your uh, poison ivy situation? So far, so good. Yeah? Um, you know, I have a few spots on my leg. Yeah. But uh, I'm thinking with by the end of this week, I should be all cleared up. It's I been, what, like so two weeks, three, three weeks? About, is, yeah, almost three weeks. Yeah, so I would say, so Sunday, this upcoming Sunday, which I believe is SummerSlam. Two weeks, so it's week? a week from Sunday. Okay, so a week before SummerSlam will be three weeks. I've been dealing Jeez. with this. I mean, technically like three and a half weeks because I had it, but didn't realize I had it. I right, had right, marks right. on my arm. I'm like, right. I think my dog's like, right. my dog it rolls around in the backyard. It takes and... a couple of days before you, you're like, okay, I got to Yeah, it took an out. actual almost a week for it to actually show up. Before I, It took a week for me to realize that it was poison ivy, but I had <laughs> evidence that poison ivy was there right. probably like three days or so after. Right. 
But we've got a great show for you because I know that, uh, James, over the weekend, you got to play the new Avengers game. I did. Definitely want to talk to you about that yeah. uh, coming up. And Al, a new Star Trek show came out. Mm-hmm. I watched it. I'm so assuming I, you yeah. watched it. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that, the new Star Trek cartoon. But before we get there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rip the Band-Aid off. This is the bad news of the week that I wanted to tell you guys about because uh, it's comic book news. DC Comics, well, Warner Brothers did a massive layoff on Monday. And uh, laid off uh, the reports that I saw were somewhere in the neighborhood of 600 people. Oh, wow. wow. Lost their job. And DC Comics, um, somebody that worked or used to work for DC Comics called it a bloodletting. Bunch of their editorial staff were laid off. Uh, their senior editorial staff. So some of their junior editors are going to essentially move up. But two major things that uh, will affect people that enjoy DC as a, as a company going forward is that the DC Universe app, that I've uh, got the subscription to. Yeah, yeah. It has the Harley Quinn cartoon on it that they produce all that stuff for. Yeah, the streaming service and also, also gives you like comics. You can read the, some of the yeah, comics, right? They eliminated almost every person working on the DC Universe app. Oh, so the app's got a and bright the, future out of it. Yeah, be, uh, and part of the reason for that is they're downsizing because they're moving, much like Harley Quinn and Doom Patrol, they're moving all that stuff over to the HBO thing. I was just going to uh, say, because I, yeah, I knew that was going over to HBO Max, right. so I figured that... So it's not a matter of like all that content is going going to just disappear i wouldn't be surprised if the app disappears and they don't got nobody working yeah, on if it, everything's right get move over to hbo max they might, right or might just become uh like exclusively comics like marvel unlimited that's what i would hope for you know? yeah just make it exclusively comics and just really focus on so getting comics the content's not disappearing just the jobs did right uh but the the other part of it is that dc has their own collectibles uh division called dc direct mm-hmm. that sends uh action figures and T-shirts and statues and, and stuff to the comic book stores, mm-hmm. gone. Gone, wow. Absolutely gone. They uh, Whatever they've solicited up to uh, two or three months from now, uh, like September or October, is going to get produced, and then they're not making anything else. Is DC in like some sort of huge financial trouble, or do you think they're just trying to prepare and trying to react to COVID-19? Right, well, the, the uh, there, there's two sides to the story. The positive side to the story is they're just slimming everything down and downsizing that they just had too many people working on too many things and if we slim it all down and streamline it then everything will work better sounds very uh, but familiar sounds like it does reasons people are let go in other industries as well right but the other side the people who have been let go have been saying that it is absolutely COVID 19 related i mean obviously all all industries are feeling feeling the hurt right well you also look at uh you know like warner brothers is the parent company yes. and obviously they're not putting movies out right now and right. stuff like that so and you almost so wonder they, if they kind of looked at well they look at where they're pulling uh, revenue from. Right. And they're like, "Well, comics ain't making us that much money." Right? So I mean, it's a very afford- comics is very niche, so yeah. or niche or however you want to say it. Uh, <laughs> so you can, uh, you know, maybe making not so much money. And it's very strange too, considering I was just telling you guys what last week about like every week DC's got at least one or two books that are just flying off the shelves, comic book wise. Yeah, like they've got uh, the Joker War crossover that's going on in the Batman titles right now that has Punchline in it, and uh, they've got a new uh, Deceased miniseries because those miniseries have been fantastic. It's essentially mm-hmm. the uh, Marvel zombies of the DC universe. Okay, I was going to ask if that's some sort yeah, of... Yeah, it's, it's, it's much like the Marvel zombies was like, hey, what if all the superheroes got the zombie virus and, you know, turned evil kind of thing? It's a, in a similar fashion. It's what if um, Darkseid, what if he actually discovered the anti-life equation and that ends up being this, like, zombie-like virus ah, that dark side. ends up taking out Superman and Wonder Woman and Batman and everybody. Always after those superheroes. Yeah. Right. I always felt like he was like DC's answer to Thanos. 
yeah. in a way. Yeah, to a degree. I don't know who which one was first. Probably Dark Side, but yeah, or or you know, vice versa, or whatever. Right. But while we're talking about comic book news, another story that I actually talked about last night on the uh, on the air: a Florida man was arrested after uh, trying to cash in on a uh, 1.4 million dollar comic book heist. So this dude in uh, Boca Raton, Florida, stole a collection of Batman comics worth $1.4 million back in January from a storage unit. Wow. And tried to sell some of the key books in Arizona. And because they're books that are extremely old, we're talking like books from the 50s. Uh-huh. Um, and, and Super are, rare. I'm sure there's only a few people that are on record of yeah, that are owning. Worth, you know, so exactly. There's only so many of them in existence. Um, and I'm sure there's some, you know, key like, hey, if you see a Batman 57 and it's got this part of the covers missing and some kid wrote, you know, Evan on the front cover, right. like, that was my copy kind of thing. So, but he got, he got busted. Man, I can't even imagine. First of all, I can't even imagine they have a comic book collection worth 1.4 million. Why would you keep that in a storage unit? Yeah. You know what you keep in your storage unit? Like an old couch, like yeah. maybe a dishwasher <laughs> that might work, you know, just taking up space right. in your house. A leg lamp. Yeah, a, a leg, leg lamp, <laughs> you know. It's a major award. (laughs) (laughs) Things like not over a a multi-million dollar valued collection of comics. Right. Like I had my comics in the storage unit when I was moving, but like they're valued. But you knew they weren't worth Four bucks, you know. I think the most most available comic in there was the uh, the first uh, Phoenix issue of X-Men. Okay. I don't even know how much that's worth, but not a million dollars. Yeah. No. So, yeah. But like I said, first of all, I can't imagine my collection being worth that much. Second Second of all, I can't imagine... Finding out they caught the guy that stole him. Yeah, but how excited like, are you? Oh. Final justice. Like, you're actually a part of real life give me, justice. Give me five minutes alone yeah. with my Batman costume with that guy. You stole my comic books. <laughs> well, then you go in there just give him paper cuts between his fingers <laughs> yeah. and toes. Oh, my you know? God. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you get. You steal the paper. The, pa- the paper cuts back. Where are they? <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on in the world of comics. Kind of dark times uh, if you're working in comics, but like I said, thankfully DC's been killing it. Comic, you know, if you go to your comic book store, there's a there's a lot to uh, go to your comic book store and check out. And I always encourage you guys to go to comicshoplocator.com. All right, we're gonna take a short break. We're coming back. We got to talk this Avengers game and uh, some more video game news. And of course, me and Al Beck got to rant and rave about the new Star Trek show. That's next on Nerd Radio. This is Nerd Radio. It's cool. I'm taking it back. What are you nuts? I'm taking it back. You watch. Welcome back to this week's Nerd Radio on the podcast page at WRIF.com. Al, where else can they find our podcast? You can find us in Boston at rock929rocks.com and Fort Myers on 96krock.com. Or you can just go to uh, nerdradio101.com. It'll forward you to the download page at WRIF.com. That's correct. Uh, <laughs> gold star. Yeah, that's why I had to put up the the uh, nerdradio101.com. So you didn't have to yeah. rattle all of that off. Yes. Well, at least once a show, I need I need, I need to know. Shut up. <laughs> that's funny. That's That was the motivation for him to get the domain. Was, right. I yeah. don't want to have to say all the websites. All I have to say to that is, hmm. Um, also, you can uh, find us on Twitch on Wednesday afternoons. We're on the Checkpoint XP Twitch. And uh, James, let them know yeah. where they can find that. That is available at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint XP. That's right. We record the show on Wednesday afternoons, and then I put some production behind it. And we put it up on Friday morning, so you can download it and listen to it as a podcast, which I encourage you to rate and review wherever you get in your podcast, and follow us on social media at Nerd Radio 101. 
Okay, that's the show. I guess I'll uh, just, no. Um, we're going to talk some video games right hey, now. Hey, don't tease me. You said I could go home just now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We all want naps. Uh, we're going to talk some video games right now because over the weekend was the uh, first closed beta for the yeah. uh, Marvel's Avengers. Uh, you, they opened James? up the beta for uh, PS4 pre-orders on the uh, the Avengers game. And yep. I and Robbie Landis from Checkpoint XP, we uh, did a little stream together. We played the game. And I oh. have to say... You mentioned Robbie. It's not one of those things you mentioned, you know, speak of the devil. Right. Yeah. Okay. No, speak of the not, devil, no, he shall appear, yeah. yeah. He's, uh. he's going to come in and tell me how bad I am at video games. No, he's still working from home right now. So you're okay, good, good, good. So we're safe from, we're safe from Robbie. Yeah. But no. I have to say. No! <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That's going to be a funny gag if we say Robbie Landis. <laughs> Damn it! No! But anyways, uh, I have to say, I thought the game was a blast. Okay. So, if you if you're going into the beta and you plan to play the friend, just know you're gonna have to play like an hour into the beta yeah. before it opens up of to the where single you can player. play. Yeah, before you can have a friend join you or friends join you online and squad up as uh, all the Avengers. You you play through, and I think they do a great job from the start. You, you immediately feel like you are a part of a Marvel movie. Cool, like the whole setup and everything. They put you right in, and they give you the training wheels on the different characters, and they they slowly remove the training wheels and kind of let you go on your own. And I would say I think they do a great job of having each character, each member of the Avengers feel different. Okay. So it's not like, you know, the same buttons do the same thing for every person. They just do a different variation of that move or that attack. Like right. each Avenger. One of them's a punch and one of them's a jump and one of them's, you know, like a, a, a yeah, ability of some sort. Yeah, that stuff will be like that. But, like, if you hit, like, a combination of your joystick and, and circle, you know, or you hit the joystick and triangle... It might do different things for different sure. characters. Like, Depending on who you're playing. Yeah, so Black Widow might jump over somebody and like dodge and attack, while Captain America might do some sort of a weird move. But uh, it's fun. I think it's, it's a blast um, knowing that you can buy it now, and when it comes out for the PS5, you'll still get it for free. Oh, and that's knowing cool. Knowing that all the downloadable content that's coming out in the future, different stories, different uh, more Avengers get added, and all that kind of stuff, it's all going to be included in the price of that one game. So is, you know, it's not going to be like a season pass. Like when you buy the game, you pay $60 for the game, and every time they put a new character in, you just get them. Correct. At okay. least that's what the understanding that we have or that I have, and from what we understand over at Checkpoint XP, that's right. how we understand it to work. Excellent. And, um, I mean, it might get a little uh, re- repetitive a little bit. At least now it's, it's in the beta. So, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, man, you got to go through. I want to keep playing. I want to get an, as far into the game as possible. But sure. I'm like... No, James, this, it's not open to play the it's entire not the whole game. game yet. They have a certain portion of the game set aside for people to play. Yeah. So I'm like, I want to, I'm going to keep driving the story, keep driving the story. Well, that's the beta is, is like essentially two parts, right? It's the, it's the single player. It's the beginning of the single player game to get you up to the point where you can play the multiplayer. Correct. And the multiplayer is actually the stuff that I haven't seen yet. That I'm okay. the most, but I'm, I'm like, I watched, actually, I watched Killer Hall. Part of the Manthong Mafia that yeah. he's in the chat right now. Uh, I watched him play the single player over the weekend as okay. well, and I'm a skeptic at this point. I don't mm-hmm. know that that game is something I have to have as soon as it comes out, but I want to be proven wrong. I gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I, I, for me, like, if I wasn't involved in the things that we do, sure, this podcast, the, the other Checkpoint XP show, and like just trying to like drum up an audience on Twitch. Absolutely. I probably wouldn't rush out and buy the game. Right. Uh, I think it's fun. I think it's worth the money. But, uh, yeah, if, if I don't know. Is it... I think it's it's probably a little more complicated than, like, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Because uh-huh. it's not as much as just mashing keys. Okay. Like, you'll get up against some opponents, some enemies that are really powerful. 
If you're going up there, you're just smashing the same moves, mm-hmm. you're right. going to die. But you have to, you so you have have to, to take have time and plan and out who you're going to attack first. Like, there's more to it than um, just... Just running up and punching yeah. a guy until he passes out. Yeah. I also thought it was really yeah. weird watching the single player that you've got all these guys in, like, riot gear that are punching Thor. And, or, yeah. or, like, you're, Thor's throwing his hammer and hitting this guy in riot gear, and he's not just going flying. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the F is well, this? All those guys, they have the, uh, some of the technology, some of the Stark technology that they stole. Yeah. My, my biggest gripe, which I think is weird, is the enemy you're up against is the Taskmaster. Yeah. He looks badass. He's got the skull mask, and he's got a sword and a shield. Like, he looks like a badass. Right. But his name is Taskmaster. It is, unfortunately. So, like, that's like somebody who, to me, the Taskmaster is like your boss at work was like, go clean the toilets. Yeah. <laughs> go sweep the floors. The guy who's yeah. actually giving you tasks. Go clean the windows. Like, all these menial little tasks that get done, and he just annoys the crap out of you. This is who the Avengers are going against. Like, is, come up with a better name! It is fascinating that that <laughs> yeah. character has existed since like the 60s and they haven't bothered to rebrand him with a cooler name than Taskmaster. Yeah. I also think it's hilarious. Like His power set is that he will watch somebody do something. Like He'll watch Captain America fight, and then he can do all Captain America's moves. Like, Yet his win-loss record is awful. Like, How is that possible? So he can, he can learn everything but how to win. Yeah! <laughs> how do you, if, if a guy can, can like match you blow for blow, then how do you, how are you supposed to beat him in the first place? It sounds amazing in theory, yeah. but then like everybody ends up beating him anyways. So I also didn't realize he was like uh, Neo from the matrix. Like all of a sudden he knows Kung Fu. I know Kung Fu. Yeah. Right. In the uh, Twitch chat, Chris Berg wants to know if it's downloadable or hard disk. I'm guessing downloadable since it's the beta. The beta is, is download. Um, the game is going to be available. However. Yeah. Yeah. Like I pre-ordered through Square Enix and uh, I'm going to get a physical copy sent to me. But after a couple emails, they tell you how you can you read oh, that's codes nice. and stuff to where you, yeah, because you that can was, still get the beta. That was something I was interested in because this weekend is when you can uh, download the first level of Tony Hawk. The Tony Hawk oh, really? uh, thing. Okay. Yeah, that's when, that's when that demo goes up. And I'm looking forward to streaming that. But I was also thinking I'd really like to own a physical copy, but I don't think I can get the demo unless I buy it digitally. Yeah, no. Uh, at least with Square Enix, you can uh, pre-order a physical copy and then the emails give you... It was, it was kind of a crazy situation because like, I'm I'm gonna get screwed. Yeah, like, right. Nothing like they give you this code. It's like a like a twenty like character code. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put this in the PS store. Go in the PS store, and as I'm putting the code in, I'm like halfway through the code, and the PS store code cannot accept any more characters. Oh uh, so like, no. Well, this isn't the key for the PS store. What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> and then uh, some emails back and forth to Square Enix's uh, customer support, which is not very good. Oh boy. They pretty much, yeah, your princess is in, in the castle, me, uh, uh, multiple times. They're like, you're talking to the wrong group. You got to talk right. to these guys. So then I go talk to those guys. And like, no, you got to talk to these guys. And at that point, I'm like, F you. Uh, I figured it out on my own. But, anyways. You have to go to like you sign. You got to create an account, and then you put your code in, and then they give you another code that you then uh, take that code, and then you put that in the PS Store, right? And then you can download the beta, and then yeah. everything is golden. But uh, it's fun. They they let you. They give you access to Thor, Captain America, Black Widow, the Hulk, uh, Miss Marvel. I think that's it, right yeah. off the bat. So you're able to play with all those guys. Thor, I don't know that you can go actually go back and play as a multiplayer, but you get to play him in the. But you you, you get to play with him a little bit, and yeah. like they paid attention to detail, so. Yeah, most games like like Legend of Zelda, you throw something that comes back to you, you just throw it, and it eventually comes back, right? right. No, in Avengers, if you throw if you throw Thor's hammer, you throw it, and then you hit another button to call it back. Oh, so that's you cool. Can essentially, throw it at that guy. Move your character over here. 
punch the crap out of this guy, call your hammer back, and then the hammer can actually come back and hit another enemy on the way back. It's That's like it's fun. literally like you are taking part in a movie yeah. like when, you, when you play this game. It's uh, I think it's very well done. I'm looking forward to see what else they have in store right. and um, which other Avengers they're going to add. I heard the that they're going to add Hawkeye, which I'm super pumped about. He's mm-hmm. one of my favorites, thanks to the Matt Fraction yep. comic. Um, but one of the things that uh, we skipped over last week is they announced that uh, Spider-Man is coming to that game exclusively to the PS4. Yeah, and that's so, another reason why I'm excited that I pre-ordered it on the PS4. Yeah. Because I get to play as Spidey. Well, cool. I know you're primarily an Xbox guy, so I definitely wanted to talk to you guys about the fact that, like, you know, we, there have been other games that had exclusive characters. I remember specifically one of the Soul Calibers on, the, like, the original Xbox and PlayStation 2 and stuff. Like, if you got it on the Xbox, you could play as Yoda. If you got it on the PlayStation 2, you could play as Spawn or something. Like, oh, they had exclu- the exclusive characters is not a new thing. Okay, see, to me, I thought that was new. I was like, oh, man, if I was just an Xbox guy and I had the Avengers game and I couldn't play as Spider-Man, I'd right. be pissed. I yeah. would be pissed. But that does, you know. Uh, do you think they're taking advantage of people like the two of you guys that have both systems? They're trying to get you to buy it twice. 100%. Oh, I could. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But it's no. also I only have a PlayStation, and I right. might be, an, and I'm not going to get an Xbox. I don't game enough, right? So I might be annoyed if you know if it was the other way around. And I like Spider Man. I read Spidey comics and right. stuff. And if it was exclusive to Xbox, I might be a little annoyed. But I'm not going to go get it twice. I'm not going to go get another system just for that. I'll right. tell you right now, I'd be pissed if they say, "Okay, well, since uh, Spider Man is only exclusive to the PS4, how about Doctor Strange is exclusive to the Xbox?" Because right. right. then I'm like. And that's, I really want to play as Doctor Strange. Right. right. And that was something that Robbie had talked about with you on, on the stream, too, is the fact that, like... Oh, no! Is that it's, uh, it feels... Spider-Man feels like a major part of something like the Avengers. So to not include him in, like, the Xbox version or yeah, the PC version... Yeah, you gotta feel a little, uh, little bummed. Yeah, feels know? really... I mean, it's one thing that uh, the Final Fantasy VII remake that we got on the PlayStation, like, will come out on the Xbox a year later. Mm-hmm. That's one yeah. thing. When it's like, okay, I got I got to wait a little while. Fine, yeah. it's eventually available. Yeah. That's cool. And that for a long time, Final Fantasy was exclusive to the PlayStation. Yeah, I think seven, eight, and nine. It was well before that. It was all Super Nintendo and yeah. Nintendo right. stuff. So it was it was very very strange uh, days when my my Hell, Final even, Fantasies moved from Super yeah, Nintendo to even PlayStation. Ten and ten too. That was uh, PlayStation as well. Uh, I think it wasn't until uh, twelve that they opened it up and. I want to say it was 13. 13, maybe? Yeah, because 13 is the one that you can get yes, on the Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that was the PS3 and the 3. Yes, 13. But, uh, yeah, so I'm, I don't, I still don't, I'm going to have to watch a couple more streams to really sell it. Because, like I said, the, the yeah. multiplayer is, is probably where it's, you know, the most important part of it to me. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, watching people get hit by Thor's hammer and not go flying, like, come on here. And all the voice acting, like, we're so used to Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. and Chris Evans that all the voice acting is just. It was yeah. weird to see the characters yeah. not be the ones on the screen, but it really, it doesn't to me. It didn't detract from the gameplay at all. But yeah. it was weird when you see uh, Tony Stark, and I'm like, that's not, that's not my, <laughs> that's Tony, not Tony, Stark. Stark. Not my Tony, yeah, not my <laughs> Tony Stark. <laughs> the, there. the Deadpool game is super weird because it's not Ryan Reynolds. It is not, and, and the and the the Deadpool games, he's got a, like a deep voice and all that, you know. But ah. I think that game may have predated the first Deadpool movie, though. Yeah. That that was pre because remember I was saying what like uh, last year when I played it for the first time mm-hmm. I was like it is very strange to play to see any Deadpool things pre Ryan Reynolds now yeah yeah like he is not as warm and fuzzy yeah as he is now <laughs> yeah, absolutely yeah, Ryan Reynolds him. essentially is Deadpool Deadpool right. is Ryan Reynolds you got your comics didn't you Al? 
I did, yes, okay, thank you. I picked up your comics because there was a new Deadpool in there. There was. I didn't flip through them yet. Actually, an issue of Deadpool I bought for myself. Really? Yeah, because he, he... Was it $10? It was not. Okay. <laughs> no, but he goes to the island of Krakoa where all the X-Men are, mm. and they run him out because they're like, you're not actually a mutant, Wade. <laughs> Yeah. And even if you were a mutant, you're kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, so is. get out of here. He sure is. <laughs> but I also wanted to mention, like I said earlier, Killer Hall uh, was playing the de- the demo over the weekend as well, and he sent me like a couple paragraphs of uh, what he how he felt about it. He said it's quite interesting when you start playing. I saw that he had a, a little bit of trouble with the the Hulk part, jumping from platform to platform. And I was like, yeah, sometimes that 3D platforming can cannot be as yeah. There's some, definitely some cool things as you in the game that were kind of a, a pain in the butt. I feel, I mean, I also feel like the game is very hard. Yeah, like the game, even a single player, I had to take the the difficulty down to easy to play through all the single player stuff right. to get to the multiplayer. But he said he really liked it. Besides some little things, he said he was he was really into it. So uh, it's, it seems overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, you know, know already. Uh, I enjoyed it, and I know Robbie. Oh crap! Oh, no. <laughs> I know uh, he enjoyed it, so right. and I think he, from what he had said, he is surprised <laughs> as to how much fun the game is, and it was impressed. So if you can surprise Robbie, oh, no. and he's also impressed by stuff Damn like that, it. to me is like a a big, a huge badge of honor. <laughs> oh, he's, a, he's a tough cookie. Uh, I love this bit, but I'm I'm not gonna it's do not, it. Yeah, it's it's, it's a one week bit. One, yep. <laughs> Every time you say Robbie. I mean, we were getting, oh, God, oh, crap. I'm oh, no. I can't even make it through the one bit. I can't do it once. It was just supposed to be his entrance music. Right. Yeah. Whenever he came into the room. Uh, but, you know, now it's every time we say the name of Robbie. Oh, no. There you go. Yeah, it was when's, delayed even on myself. So. When's your uh, When's your Battletoads game coming out? 21st. 21st? That's yeah. cool. Well, yeah. So what says the the twelfth? Nine days. Cool. Mm. Nine days. Yeah, next week. Have you seen some of the new trailers for the new Battletoads? I have not watched them. Okay. No. Um, it looks like there's going to be a bunch of different like styles of gameplay. That's it's cool. It's not just side scrolling, beat em up action. I was going to say, isn't it like f- almost like F Zero first person for the, the bikes? Yeah, for the Turbo Tunnel. Yeah. Like, it's from, at least from which what is, I've seen, which is probably way easier to play. I hope so. Because if original. you can't get past the Turbo Tunnels, and they're going to keep it strictly. Like ad- ad- adhering to the what they did in the first one, yeah, I'm gonna be very upset. <laughs> I'm very upset, almost I, as upset as I was at Kevin Smith and Jay Muse in the Jay and Silent the Jay Bob Mall Brawl game. game because they have a level in that. That's I'm like I feel like I'm playing Battletoads level three, <laughs> but instead of a turbo bike, I'm on a, in a shopping cart and I'm running into grandmas and pregnant women. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so if you're on the fence for the Avengers game, I still feel like I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, like I said, I'll, I'll have to watch a couple of people play it more. And check it out, too. Another offering some other kind of a, a beta this weekend. I'm not sure if it's open to only the pre-orders or what, right. or if it's, they're just opening up the, yeah, the beta they just to do Xbox a, and If they just PC do a full-on, like, hey, you can try the game out mm-hmm. for free over the weekend, then I'll be in on that. Yeah, I, highly, I highly recommend everybody, you know, check it out. If you're a Marvel fan um, or you, you're into that kind of uh, gameplay, because that's not my kind of video game. Yeah. Like a game like that, because it's like a Marvel, it's a bit... RPG-ish because yeah. you can find different things and you can upgrade you parts got of your body and, and armor and, and stuff that you have to upgrade. You can learn different uh, skills. So there's a lot of, there's a lot going on in the game and I thought it was fun. I highly recommend. Uh, I think it's at least worth checking it out. All right, cool. Let's take a short break and we'll come back. We get some Star Trek Lower Decks to talk about uh, and, and more. Nerd Radio. I don't know what else I'm going to talk about, but you know, <laughs> I'm trying to keep the show on time. Nerd Radio is coming back. Hi, this is Billy West, your old pal. And this is Philip J. Fry. You know, 25-year-old 
pizza delivery boy, and I was sitting here listening to nerd radio. It's real cool. You don't know anything about radio. Listen to me. I was a radio guy, and I know better than you. Kip, alert the men. I've made it with a woman. On nerd radio? Ugh. Welcome back to more Nerd Radio, wherever you get your podcasts as part of the B-Pod Studios Network and all over your social media at Nerd Radio 101. Make sure you, uh, make sure you earmark NerdRadio101.com as well, because that's where you can uh, get forwarded to where the podcast is. Yes. Earmark it. That's a very modern term. I, ca- I couldn't remember the term for, like it used to be, put it in your favorites. What is it? Bookmark it? Yeah, bookmark it. Thank you. Uh, bookmark earmark. it. Isn't that like when you fold a page on a book? It's true. This is a digital platform, Chuck. Yeah, well, that's why nobody uh, that's why nobody lets me borrow comics. <laughs> oh, no. You're bending everyone's corners. I just need to remember I was right here. It seems like something I would do. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'll slap you. <laughs> so uh, this week, or, or I should say this past weekend, saw the release of the new Star Trek show, Star Trek Lower Decks. It is an animated show. We talked about it briefly before it came out. Um, essentially, Rick and Morty meets Star Trek, mm-hmm. and uh, Ooh, I I like the sound of that. You I got s- me sold on actually actually checking this out. Now. I sat down and watched it uh, Friday night. I think it dropped on Thursday. Yes, yeah, Thursday night Thursday or something show, like that. Yeah. I know uh, Al, you got a chance to check it out as well. I'm curious, how, what did you think? It was all right. I mean, I, it is a very much an Adult Swim style of comedy. Absolutely. Uh, so if you happen to be, I mean, and I think there is a large cross section. Of Trekkies and Adult Swim fans, I'm sure. You know, I think it's a big, big thing for nerds. Yep. Uh, then, if you're into that, then it's going to be great for you. I'm not a big Adult Swim guy. I'm not really a Rick and Morty guy. Rick and my heart. I know you love Rick, Rick and Morty. I've tried it a couple times. I can't even get through the first episode. Even just not being an Adult Swim guy, you're breaking my heart. <laughs> uh, if it wasn't Star Trek, I probably wouldn't be interested in it at all. But sure. it's got. It does hit some of those notes for me. Like, for example, uh, the first officer's kind of a dick. Yeah. But uh, he's also the one who brings this infection onto the onto the ship. Yep. And it just runs rampant. And then one of these lower deck, you know, peons has to solve the problem and then doesn't gets none of the credit for it. Yep. You know, but that's the basic premise of that first episode. Something like that kind of stuff. You get you, you see like a douchey Riker and he's actually the one putting everyone on the ship in danger. But he's still kind of, you know, like, so there's little things like that that I appreciate. But I'll put it this way. I do have CBS All Access for Discovery and Picard. And, you know, now we're going to have the, uh, the the Captain Pike series. Right. I would not pay for CBS for Lower Decks. It's there. I'm already paying for it. Okay. You know, and I'll watch it. It's, it wasn't like I hated it. Yeah. I, I, I had a good time. So you would say the show is like sprinkles on your ice cream sundae. It does. Yes, you know? exactly. You'll take yeah. the sprinkles if they're yeah. offering it, but you don't really need the sprinkles because you got all the hot fudge. And for me, it's crucial that it's only 30-minute episodes. Yeah. Like, if it was an hour-long thing, I don't think I'd care. I, I, I think just in general, I've come to the conclusion that, like, if something's an hour, then it better be something I'm really interested yeah. in. Otherwise, kind of I rule. cannot deal a, with it. Yeah, but very... describing it as sprinkles is actually a perfect analogy, James. So well, that's that's you. my take on it. Yeah, I was I inter- like it, but I w- I'm not going to try and sell you on CBS All Access for it. Well, I'm interested coming from a, a major Star Trek fan yeah. where you stood on it because coming from somebody who's kind of a, you know, into a jack-of-all-trades nerd. Sure, yeah. Um, I thought... I thought it was fantastic. Did you? I yeah. really thought it was fun. Like right from the word go, it has. And part of that is that uh, the writer on it, Mike uh, McMahon, has worked with uh, one of the Rick and Morty guys. He actually did what's the show on Hulu 
that uh, oh, has so the same like, animation. It's pretty much essentially like the exact ripoff of Rick and Morty. Yeah. But it's an alien family. Uh, solar, I solar Opposites. Yes. He's worked with Justin Rowland. I really didn't mind. I thought that show was actually pretty good, too. My, my fiance right. wasn't into it. So if, yeah. I'm gonna, if I'm going to watch it, i got to watch it on my own time. The animation doesn't feel as much as uh, a ripoff of Rick and Morty. The mm-hmm. animation doesn't definitely feels as more. Similar voices. Similar comedy, yeah. Similar comedy, like the 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 way the the jokes hit is yeah, very similar. The timing. the, the uh, one character you've got the main character uh, dreams of being a, a officer on the you know on the bridge, somebody who really really matters, but he's just somebody that you know is essentially a janitor that works on his stuff. And his friend, uh, she, you find out through the episode, is actually the daughter of the captain. Oh, and she is the Rick of the show. Like she's okay. just kind of a monster and does all the wrong things, but then also is super street smart and is the one that actually uh, gets them out of jams gotcha. when bad things happen. Interesting. Uh, and that's why uh, her mom wants to like, she, mom, her mom is embarrassed by her and wants to essentially kick her off her ship and get her out of Starfleet because she's an embarrassment. Oh, uh, so okay. she goes to the main character, uh, her mother, the captain of the ship and says, I want you to let me know whenever she does anything wrong. Okay. And then by the end of the episode, he's like, I can't rat on her because she kind of saved us all. Mm-hmm. So he, he doesn't. Uh, but it's 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 charming, much like Rick and Morty can be charming. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's also got a really biting sense of humor. Is there any, like, it. darkness to it? Because Rick and, Rick and Morty get dark. Yeah, no, there's there's okay. a little there's a little bit of darkness to it, but I I appreciated that it absolutely felt like a Star Trek episode. Mm. Like there was they went down to a planet, they came back with some kind of virus which infected a bunch of the crew. They had to figure out how to make an antivirus Very for the timely. crew. Yeah, so yeah. It, yeah, that's I didn't even think of that. Yeah. But um, it, it felt like Star Trek to me. And there's something to be said. Like I know you were a huge fan of the Orville too. Yeah, there's absolutely yeah. something to be said for. Doing a show like this in the Star Trek canon, yeah, is like even as cool as the Orville is. I feel like this is cooler because it, you know, it, you have the Starfleet uniforms and you have the ships and you right. have the, the like the Orville is so based on Star Trek. But right, got to dance around it a lot, like quantum drive instead of warp drive. Right, I think they specifically stay away from transporting, just so it's not that obvious. But yeah. you know, there's a lot of you can tell that Seth MacFarlane is a huge. Star Trek fan when you watch the Orville. Right. But no, I really do feel like if you have a, a, like I said, that cross section between Star Trek fans and Adult Swim fans, like it doesn't shock me that you loved it so much, Chuck, because you are a big fan of Rick and Morty. And I'm an Adult Swim guy. You are an Adult Swim guy. So it does not shock me that you like it better than I do. And I do like it. I mean, I liked Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Like Mm -hmm. there's, you know, some of that stuff does hit me. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's all right. But uh, I think. Again, that's my review, though. If you're a Trekkie right. and you love Adult Swim style of cartoons, this is gonna you're going to love this show. That's yeah. cool. I'll probably have to uh, definitely check it out just from yeah. Al's review and the, the, the comparisons to Rick and Morty. Plus, I think, I think you you'll enjoy it. Any appreciation for Star Trek, James, at all? Or because I know you're a big I really Star en- Wars I enjoy guy. the newer movies, to be honest. Okay. I think the new newer the movies Chris are, Pine are, ones. are well done. Yeah, and like my mom grew up on Star Trek, so like Star Trek and Captain Kirk, that's been a household name yeah. my whole life. Yeah, um, but I've just never, I've always gravitated more towards the Star Wars mm-hmm. when it comes to intergalactic like franchises. It's always been Star Wars. But what also fascinates me is the idea that so all you see is like all the primary players on right. the show. This cartoon is about 
the peons, like the, the people the, that you don't yeah. hear about. The, the 200 other people on yeah. the show that just walk by in the background. The people right. that are cleaning the toilets, the people yeah. that are cooking the food, the people that are scrubbing stuff, you know, yeah. the, the they, people uh, that are usually uh, crapped on. Aside from the uh, handful of appearances by Mott the Barber in TNG. Right, right. Or uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Barkley. Yeah, Barkley. Shows up every now and then. Like, if you like Lieutenant Barkley, this is a show of nothing but Lieutenant Barkleys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that was combined with all the, the reviews from you guys. Like, I'm, I wanna, I'm interested. You have my attention. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it a lot. Good old Barclays. Murdoch from A-Team? Yeah. Yeah, Murdoch. Oh, he plays that? He plays yeah, that character? He play, yeah, he plays the character that, That's a crazy guy, Murdoch. <laughs> yeah. Is Al, anything like that in real life? That guy's a nut. Al, can you imagine your child not liking Star Trek? Yeah. I, a, lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people don't. I can imagine... <laughs> Like yeah, <laughs> actually yeah. Actually, I thought about that quite a bit. Uh, you know what? I was gonna. I had to figure out how to position that question yeah. too because if I said, "Al, can you imagine having a child?" You to cut me off and be like, "No." It, right. <laughs> I, I am a child. I am currently my own only child. Right. But, uh, no, th- I am more disappointed that my. It's so funny because I do prefer Trek over Wars. Yeah. You know, but I love them both, and it disappoints me more that my nephew isn't crazy about Star Wars, mm-hmm. ah. rather than he doesn't really care at all for Star Trek, and he likes Wars better than Trek. Yeah. But it's like, man, like I understand when people don't like Star Trek, but how can you not? Appreciate How can you not Star find Wars. something in Star Wars yeah. that you go like, "Whoa, that's cool." Well, I've always, right. to me, Star Trek's always been more of the higher brow intergalactic franchise. That, that is correct. Yes, that's, that's what I feel. Correct. I feel like it's more like intelligence. <laughs> yes. and more. Yeah. Uh, like I'm here to confirm. Like that, political yes. type mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. When yep. Star Wars, it's all Bing Bang Boom <laughs> action adventure, whoosh, robots and right. stuff. You know. So. I, I figured out the lower too, brow of the intergalactic. Yeah. I'm still I'm still pretty entrenched in the Star Wars Battlefront too, and I figured out uh, what kind of person I would be if I existed in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, because uh, I can't tell you how many times I'm playing, and then like whether I'm on the dark side or the light side, somebody playing a Jedi will run by me and kill me, and every time I'm like, Jedi's are bullshit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that would be who I'd I'd be some. I don't know that I'd be a smuggler. I'd probably be a moisture farmer or something like that. But I would constantly. <laughs> Be in the pub yelling, Jedi's are bullshit, uh, man. Yeah. You got a laser sword and you friggin' stupid powers. All these people are just trying to make a living out here in the universe with our blaster guns and our He'd ships be, that are falling apart. Chuck would be the droid lives matters guy. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably yeah. befriend droids. Yeah. I probably would, would have a lot of droids. I'd be a hut. Smoking. <laughs> what is your criteria that you would be a hut? Body type, mostly. <laughs> We, we wear the same size bikini. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I never thought I'd actually equate Star Wars to being the fart joke of intergalactic <laughs> franchises. But it kind of is. Yeah, yeah it kind of brings it full circle. Yeah. So, yeah, um, looking forward to uh, looking forward to checking out that Tony Hawk demo to this weekend. And, uh, That's cool. I'm going to have to put that in my radar, too. i got a busy weekend. I'm not going to have time to do anything. Yeah. And looking forward to you guys letting us know what you think about this particular episode. As always, I encourage you guys to follow us. We're on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And we're on Facebook at uh, Nerd Radio 101. And now we're on the internet, nerdradio101.com, where you can uh, be forwarded to where you can get the podcast. Al, James, we're going to cut it short this week because I am starving. I'm starving, too. And uh, I'm sure we could all use a nap. So thank you for hanging out thanks for your review avengers thanks for letting me know of what course. you think of uh the star trek show well, i got some news that uh, we'll push off until next week and we'll be back with some more nerd radio all right sounds good that'll do it 
I'm in a difficult situation here. I mean, after all, you're nerds. Have a great weekend. See you later, Thank nerds. You. The future's stupid, guys. I'm sorry, but it is. I have spoken. Glad I got that pickle mop uh, conversation on the memory card. I hope I got the pickle mop yeah. conversation on the memory card because that's the end tag. Should we wait for the garbage truck to roll by? No, Jesus. I want the garbage truck on, on stream. I think I it wish... really adds to the ambiance. It does. You can hear the garbage truck it's in the just, background. It's just the the yeah the undertone of nerd radio. Garbage. Garbage truck. Garbage truck. Welcome to garbage truck radio. We were gonna call it garbage truck radio. It was taken. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. I was gonna say what somebody already took that one. No, it was taken. Somebody already. It's it's a guy with a laptop in a garbage truck on shift, uh, just talking about stuff. Uh, talking if he's to one about of the garbage men that frequent my neighborhood and just leave garbage all over the place. It's possible. I got a free mop yesterday. Mm. But it's I saw that heavily, heavily been heavily used. De- details. It smells like dill. It's De- really oh my weird. God. Somebody's been using it for pickles. Something. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, maybe he's like a pickler. There's a neighborhood neighbor, uh, neighborhood sh- pickler. Cucumbers in the garden. Somebody's got like a giant uh, keg of pickles and they yeah. stir it with the mop. Oh, oh I like how pickles. you had a mystery garbage mop and you got close enough to smell it. Oh, now it says video, no audio. Hold on, I gotta add another. That's how strong the scent was, Al. Oh my God. I'm sorry. What I did last time. No audio. The Twitch is losing out on this conversation about. They're missing. Yeah, yeah this is garbage this is, mops. This is strictly post uh, podcast oh, cut. God. 